siete. That's crazy. seven for all of you English <laughs> people out there. It's crazy that we that we're on episode seven already. It's flying by, man. It really is. It's yeah. it's been fun. It's been fun to hear about how people have been listening. It's been fun to just do it and have conversations that we have no idea if people are actually listening to. <laughs> That's okay because we like to hear ourselves talk. And as as we've said before, yeah. And we'll just see if, if this grows, you know. And something that's been pretty consistent has been we've been pretty damn tired. Yes. I know I have. But this episode, we're pretty damn tired of a special sport that just can't seem to get their stuff together, man. Sport I love. Sport that... um. I spent so much of my youth and early adulthood engaging in and just, you know, enveloping my life around. Yes. And today we're talking about curling. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. I, I've actually been curling. <laughs> Have you actually? Yeah. Uh, there's a place in, uh, I think it's in uh, Malvern or something. Uh, nice. Yeah, we 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 tried it out one time when it was uh when the Olympics were around. <laughs> That's so dope. I was gonna say, dude, for me it's pickleball, and I mean, to say I'm a professional pickler is not the truth, but I am a passionate pickler. That's for sure. <laughs> that's that's uh, yeah, it's funny that you said uh pickle. I mean, that's like the new thing, right? All all you yeah. young people are like gravitating yes. toward it. Yeah, the people of the younger generation who you know don't quite just want to watch antiques roadshow yet we're, well, we're kind of more passionate about you know staying active because our, our metabolism just you know while it can work well enough we just want to make sure we're active well that's interesting because when i see pickleball it's like you want to be active but you don't want to run much <laughs> which is precisely why i do it <laughs> and i play against my father-in-law who seems to be eight feet long and I work four times as hard as he does. Uh, but we digress. Yeah. Today we're talking about the NBA All-Star Weekend. Ugh. <laughs> if, if that is the, the media bite and the, the sound bite yeah. of the weekend, it would be the most accurate thing I've ever heard. Is, yeah. Dude, what a joke. Uh, you know, and it's, it's a shame because, I mean, these athletes are great athletes the top in their profession and they are um you know they're honored they should be honored with this i hope they're honored with this accolade that is given to them um by i think it's it's, it's fan fan voted right or is it fan yeah. and player i think it's just by fans okay. um but i mean it is all based upon statistics and reality and yeah so i mean it is not just a popularity contest. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean these guys they they go out there and they work hard during the uh, during the uh, season, and we like to um, honor them with this uh, title of All Star. And then they yes. go out and they and do what they do. <laughs> and let me tell you, there was one person who was extremely passionate about this All Star game. Uh, and it was Adam Silver. If you don't know Adam Silver, it's the uh, the NBA, I'm sorry, the NBA's <laughs> conference uh, commissioner. 
And uh, and I need to just play you a little soundbite. Oh, you okay? got soundbite. So, I do. If this is not someone super uh, on fire for the complete league that they own, I don't know what it is. Okay. So just take a take a quick little listen. All right, let's let's hear it. You scored the most points. Well, congratulations, Giannis. Well, congratulations. <laughs> that was after the game. That yeah. was after the okay. All Star game, and if you didn't watch, a score of two eleven to to what was it, Eric? One eighty six. One eighty six was the losing team. Yeah. Yeah, and he was on fire. I mean, if that is not a man passionate about <laughs> a billion dollar industry that he owns, I don't know what is. Well, I, I think uh, for me it was I think it was Luca Luca uh, that threw up the um, like the three quarter court shot and was like bouncing off the top of the backboard and everything. I, I think that's who it was. Um, that pretty much summed up the day too. Uh, the, yeah. the just talk about not giving a shit when you go to work, man. <laughs> Dude, the fact of the matter is is that you and I both coach. Fifth yeah. and sixth grade basketball intramurals after mm-hmm. school, because yes. we're both educators, and the quality of after school intramural compared to the NBA All Star Game is incredibly accurate. Yeah, it was pretty on point. It was like, um, yeah, it was, it was like our our, our Tuesday Wednesday afternoons. <laughs> it is. The fact of it is that you could probably see, you know, a fifth grader go three for three behind the arc and it would be more entertaining yeah. than the lack of defense than we saw on Saturday night. But you know what? I mean, we're sitting here where like, I mean, obviously we can't do what they're doing, you know, <laughs> otherwise we would be, no. but it's, um, that's not just because I'm five foot six and a little white guy, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> we're, we're not very taking little, that into very account. Little guy. Very little guy. <laughs> yes. Very, very vertically challenged small guy. No, but it's it's like, what's the incentive for them to go out there and and really perform? Like, my my thing is that they lived up to what the advertisement was because every time somebody talked about through the weekend, somebody talked about the All Star Game, they said they were hoped that they went out and put on a show, right? Not a yes. game, not a game, not a game, not a game. But show, man. But a show, man. <laughs> and we're not talking about that. We're talking about a show. Yeah. So it's like they lived up to the to the expectations. Really. They did. And and I think that's the thing that's confusing. Like a couple episodes ago, if you guys have been listening, we talked about the NFL Pro Bowl. And we talked about how I mean it's a it's a weekend that I mean the players don't really know why they're there. The fans, I mean, hit and miss, whether if they think it's better now or not. But it is true that at least they know what they are. They know that they are not the old Pro Bowl, hard-nosed kind of game. The NBA doesn't know what it's doing. It doesn't know if it makes it a joke, if it should be competitive. And they've tried so many things to fix it, and it just seems like nothing's working. That's a great point that you – yeah, because – at least we know when we when we turn on the NFL Pro Bowl, they're wearing flags, right? They're uh, yeah. They're not wearing helmets. They're they're not going out there 
and plan a full-on football game. But but this sure looks it looks like a basketball game. It smells like a basketball game. It acts like a basketball game until they start shooting half-court shots and you know just just not giving a shit, man. You know, like I said, like dude, half-court hucks. We could get that at our school on (laughs) you know a a Wednesday afternoon at four thirty by a little kid going through puberty, and yeah, that shot's way off. But I mean, I would expect something different from. And Luca and yeah, I mean Dame, I mean he hit two from what you've told me, but yeah, I yeah. mean I mean that's probably impressive. like two two for ten. Yeah, and that's impressive. It's impressive that that you know that they can throw them up like that, but it's uh, it, it definitely does not. I would hate to have spent money on tickets to go see that and then um, not have some type of actual game. And let me tell you about it. Go ahead. So the, the, the ticket prices in these package deals are bonkers. You can get for $5,000, okay, <laughs> five Gs, which if you don't know how much that is, kids, that's a lot of money. That's a lot to me. <laughs> uh, so that's a lot more than our teacher's salary can pay. And for the three-day package, for every single day, that's five grand. That's okay? for one person. That's for one person. Okay. So, sorry, Timmy. You're staying home. Your yeah. dad's got to go to the game. <laughs> uh, 3500 and up, okay, gets you access to Saturday and Sunday's All-Star Game. So, I guess a little bit better. Two grand is you get to choose a ticket to All-Star Saturday night, which don't let that fool you. That's not the All-Star Game. Or you can still go to the All-Star Game. Okay. Okay. So it was um, that was two grand. That was two. So two grand. And you could either go to the dunk contest and and the uh, three point shootout, or you can choose to go to the all star game. Okay, for two thousand dollars. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Or if you are in the plebeian folk like us, mm-hmm. seven hundred bucks and under, <laughs> you get a ticket to practice on Saturday. <laughs> For the celebrity game on Friday. Hold on a second now. <laughs> if that's what the game was like, I really want to know what seven hundred dollars for to practice gets me. You know, I want I want to know what that looked like. Practice. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about practice. We're talking man. about practice, man. Practice. And and you better believe practice for the All Star Weekend is very different than in season. Oh my god! Um, you know, it's probably just people scrolling on X and TikTok. I, honestly, it probably is. I can't even imagine uh, paying that much money to go see All Star practice. No. Man, but the celebrity game—you watched the celebrity. I did not see the celebrity game. You watched the celebrity game. <laughs> what did you think? It is—it is the only piece of the entire weekend I watched. Which <laughs> the reasoning behind it is so sad. It's my wife and I were like, "Oh man." We should see if if Justin Bieber's playing again. <laughs> okay, he was not playing again. And second of all, Wait that's a the only time I'm ever gonna say that out loud. Hold on a second. Wait, time out. Because you're not a Swifty, but you're a, you're a believer. Oh, I'm a I'm a believer, bro. <laughs> I'm a big believer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Future episode. 
<laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna have to revisit that one. But yes, it, it's it's the only part of the weekend that I watched was the All Star Game and uh oh, oh pardon me, it, it was the the Celebrity Game. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they tried to do some things. Um, the the cool piece was the LED court. I mean, did you see the court? I did not. I've heard about it. Um, was that it was only, awesome? Wait, wait, so they wait. Yeah, I did see it. Didn't they have? Did they have the LED court also for the dunk contest and everything? Yeah, so I saw that. Yeah, they they had it all weekend long. But okay. the thing that was sick is that like anything that looks more like a video game than reality, I'm I'm so bought in. Mm. Like it it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, but otherwise, that was the only piece of the weekend, the celeb game that I actually watched live. Everything else was either highlights or I didn't even bother. Okay. Um, because I just thought most of it was a joke to be honest. Well, I thought you told me uh, that you watched um, Steph and uh, Sabrina. Yes, upon highlights okay, on okay, our phone okay, okay, okay. at yeah. like eleven at night. I got know, you. Post okay. baby burps and stuff there like you, that. There you go. Now that now, how, what did you think about that? The um, Steph Curry and Sabrina Ionescu. 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 Yeah. Is that how you say it? I just think the more flavor you add, the the cooler there it sounds. Go. But I'm not really sure. Yeah. So how um, how did you feel about that? I thought it was awesome. I yeah. thought it was great. I think it's good for the game. Like, you and I talked about it previously, but any kind of debate is great for sports. Like, yeah, any kind of stirring the pot, you know, getting the internet on fire, it's fun because, I mean, if Steph wins, you beat a girl. So, to be honest, people are going to be beefing over it. And if <laughs> Sabrina wins, like the three-point king of all time, other than Ray Allen, you know, Mm-hmm. got it taken to him but it was great i mean it was competitive um it was fun it really was man i agree i, I and i uh, i appreciated that and i appreciate the um um i've i've coached girls basketball for a couple years and i think that um before before i coached girls basketball i had n- nothing to do with it right but after i started coaching it i realized how fun and competitive it really can be and um, I just want to see girls basketball really kind of um, get the spotlight that it needs. And I thought that that was a big help for it. I agree. And let me tell you, like, Sabrina showed up. Like, yeah. it's it's this kind of thing on, I mean, this is getting deep, but I mean, probably among guys and guy culture, basketball culture, like, you know, the WNBA is a joke. Like, you know, if you look at the highest paid, you know, WNBA player compared to an NBA, you know, it's like, it's scrub money Mm. but dude like they can play like it's fun to watch yeah and i I think it's starting to get a little traction with caitlin clark right so i think uh i think i read that she is showing up man yeah and i think the people are now showing up to see her like i think um i think i saw that the uh the, the the tournament the women's tournament is sold out for the first time ever it's nuts dude yeah like and even look at the history, like, I mean, if you're a basketball fan or March Madness fan, UConn, I mean, years past, they've had some some dope teams, Brittany Griner playing in this mm-hmm. tournament, like, but this Caitlin like, Clark from Iowa, she's, I mean, yeah, she goes to Iowa, maybe not one of the most prestigious basketball schools, but she's showing up, and people are paying to see it. Yeah, and there's some good names out there. Um, uh, Van, Van Leaf, Van, I think that's how you say your name, Haley Van Leaf, um, uh, Paige 
Buker, maybe? Is that how you say her name? I can't oh, remember. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I remember watching her yeah. on uh, on YouTube. She's tough, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, yeah. she can play. So I, I think the WNBA has, uh, if these girls choose to, you know, go that route, I think that they have a bright future ahead. Of, I'd like to see some expansion going on, maybe, if uh, some more fans start getting involved. Do we even have this? Is <laughs> this is a stupid question, right? But do we even have a Philadelphia team? I don't <laughs> even know. <laughs> like we're talking, talking about, about masculine yeah. culture, man. Yeah. I'm gonna look this up. We're talking about how this? excited we are for it, but we don't even know if we have a team. <laughs> that's that's really sad. And to be honest, I mean. I would pay to go, and I mean, yeah. Eric, if you want to go with me, like I would go. I mean, we could just absolutely. I mean, we could go because oh, apparently, apparently, it's a no go right now. That's but, that's what I thought. I didn't think we had one. Yeah, probably I the mean, closest one to us is New York. Sponsor of today's episode, WNBA. <laughs> if you want to sponsor us, we'd be happy to be yeah. managers or owners. Hey, or... We are supporters. Yes, yes, we are. Okay. We are men who support women. <laughs> uh, well, Eric, I want to ask you. Like, we'll, we'll get to the All Star Game. Okay. But what did you think of the dunk contest? Because I know that there are some people that that have a lot of different opinions, and I know I have mine. But I kind of want to hear where you stand. Because I mean, with your your vintage age that you are, you've <laughs> seen more dunk contests than I have. So. Yeah. How does this kind of feel where it's at right now? It's tough, man, because the people that, and this is no knock to anybody that has that is doing the dunk contest, right? Because a, a lot of times I think the hype around the dunk contest would be a lot better if there were those marquee players that, um, you know, if I'm wearing somebody's sneakers, I probably want to see them doing something extra. I don't know. Just just, yeah. just my thoughts. But I don't think that's going to happen. So you got these guys like Mac McClung, right? Shout out. Yeah. Philly boy, RIP. He's he's doing his thing, but just forget about NBA players. Right? Just bring in all these YouTube dunkers and just put on an exhibition. That's an exhibition anyway, right? So just Get the guys out there that are putting in the time, putting in the effort, putting in the creativity to try to put on a show, put them in front of the people, and, you know, you can give them some kind of prize or, I don't know, something, but just to a get... Golden, a golden foot. How about a golden <laughs> foot? Yeah. Uh, but it just get some people out there that really um, want to perform in that way, right? What do you think? Yeah. I mean, the fact is, is that, you know, Mac McClung, he showed up. Yeah. Represented for white men everywhere. Little men can't jump. Yeah. Like, he showed up. And the big debate is, should he have even competed? Because he's in a, a G League uniform. He's a G League dude. Yeah. I mean, last year he played for us. He played for the Sixers. And the only reason why he was able to compete is he signed for like a four-game contract. Yeah. And then, and then dunk. But he won. Um, and I mean, people are kind of hot and bothered over it, and I understand. Um, 
But I think the root of the issue isn't necessarily who can dunk. Because you're right. I mean, let's bring in the fun guys. But I think we should bring in those people because, dude, there is nothing more you can do. Like, yeah. Mac McClung jumped over Shaq two years in a row. Like, if you're going to jump over the tallest dude, like, that's great. But, like, okay, what else? Like, the the older stuff I used to remember is, I mean, when Blake Griffin dunked over the hood of a car. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm not saying that's great because it was advertised as jumps over a car. Uh, and it would have been different if it was, you know, almost well, the, like the, you the know, one of those little electric cars. Like, <laughs> The truth is, is that a lot of times the, the dunks that should get the props don't get the props. Right. Like, and everyone gets 50s. Like uh, everyone used to just get, you know, the 10 out of 10s all across the board. Well, one of my favorite dunks in the recent history that never got much love was the birthday cake? Do you remember that? You remember that one, right? Yes. Yeah. So the that was with the <laughs> with the cupcake, right? Yeah, yeah. So he put the cupcake on the rim and he lit the candle and he he jumped up and he blew the candle out before he dunked. But I don't think the uh, he actually got a lower score for that because I don't think the judges could see that he was blowing the candle out when he uh when he dunked it. But I thought that was creative, at least you know. That sucks, man. It was uh, <laughs> who was it? Looks like it was Gerald Green, Cupcake Dunk. It was, uh, that's such a good name. Pink Frosting, baby. Shout out to Pink, Pink Frosting. Yeah, dude, like, the more creative that you can be, there's a line between being, like, tacky yeah. and then being creative. Uh, maybe maybe and, people thought that was tacky. Maybe people maybe people don't like the uh, props as much, but, you know. I'm there know. for it. Like, I'm there for a prop more I'm there for than like an honorary dunk now don't get me wrong mm. uh jalen brown dunked in honor of uh i think it was a high school player or a college player that that passed away a couple years ago yeah, yeah. that's awesome you're giving them the spotlight i actually looked his name up after the contest was over because i didn't know who he was so he got the opportunity to share a story that he wouldn't have however yeah. like but the dunk is still the dunk like yeah. okay if you just do a two-handed slam, you know, this isn't like, you know, a anything spectacular. It's not like, you know, the 90s video game with the, yeah. you know, the super slam. Like, it's nothing <laughs> crazy, you know? Um, weak shit is still know. weak shit. Right? Exactly, man. Exactly. You know? I, uh, I don't know. And, and I think we should probably move along to, to probably the big kick of the weekend is the All-Star game, man. Like... I don't know. Like, they've tried to fix it so many times. Yeah. And they've tried to do, like, charity money donated by quarters and captain-led recess-style pickup games and then trying to hit a target score. And mm -hmm. this year they just went back to east and west. But, like, dude, like, what are we doing? 211 to 80 or 186? Yeah, it's, it's – there's no, you know, when I was growing up, players you know even if they were just having fun they were still out there playing defense they, were, they, they didn't want somebody to score they they didn't over them at least you know what i mean or you know they at least um oh it was just run shoot the three run back if you miss somebody yeah. hopefully get the rebound and, and lay it in but there was just back and forth back and forth back and forth it was uh it was silly it was um it was YMCA type stuff 
on the basketball court. Yeah. And it was, uh, you know, we didn't talk about a three-point shootout, the regular three-point shootout, though. That was pretty good. That's always pretty good. It was good. Yeah. It um, was good. I think that's it probably the highlight. because I didn't watch it. That's the, <laughs> the, only, the only reason why I'm saying it's not good. It's because I'm kind of going along. But I think, uh, I think uh, it's just the highlight of the weekend, really, the one that's the most competitive. You get, you get more marquee names in a three-point shootout. Right, and then they followed it up with Steph and Sabrina, and they that could have been the end of the night. That's what they they could have just closed the end the end of the night out with that, and, and I think people would have been okay. And know. that's what they should have done. Yeah, honestly, like I don't know. And, and this was something I was even thinking about. Like the people that are nominated to go this weekend, right? Like to be an all star, you don't even quite need to be like an all-around diverse player now yeah that's who the players are now i mean mm-hmm. you have these guys that get triple doubles and they could get the rebounds on the offensive boards on the defensive boards but like what about the defensive players what about the phenoms that are stellar on defense you know for example you know Giannis or Wembenyama, just these guys that can pack people and block and like mm-hmm. If you're a defensive player nominated, but then you go to this game or you go to this weekend where there's no defensive opportunities, dude, like, it probably could actually make you look worse than look better. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's the truth. But I guess defense, I don't, I enjoy watching defense, but I guess defense doesn't um, translate to excitement for some people, maybe. It used to. Like, I don't know if you ever remember looking back on the clips of, like, I mean, People would thrive to watch, you know, Jordan play against Kobe and then mm. Kobe play against LeBron. Like, yeah. just this, like, smash mouth defense. Like, you know, which of the better stars are going to win and it's going to come out on top? Yeah. But, like, I didn't, I didn't have to watch them on replay clips. I watched that shit live. <laughs> I watched it 7 a.m. <laughs> On Sports Center before elementary school. <laughs> if you don't know the tagline of this show, it's two dads from two very different generations, but the same amount of tired. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, Eric, what would you do to fix it? I mean, like, how do you fix this weekend? Because there's a lot of things we could do, because there's a lot of things that need to be fixed. I say, in my opinion, don't even play the game. Just. Get them together for a photo opportunity. Let them take a picture with their teammates. Then let them go have their break, just like all the other guys in the league are getting their breaks. Um, that's just my opinion. Uh, I know that doesn't make money, but you could have a three-point shootout. Get some dunkers in to uh, do an exhibition. You know, Make it a basketball celebration. Maybe if you want to boost the WNBA, maybe do a, a, a women's rookie team versus a, a men's rookie team or something. Or a, oh, that would be sick. Or a co, um, what do they call that? When there's men and women on both like, teams? Uh, co-gender. Yeah, well, I forget what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> co-ed. It's co-ed. It's co-ed, co-ed thank you. Yeah, thank co-ed. you, co-ed. Also yeah. known as co-gender. Yeah, you just you can have a you got the best you could, instead of doing a, a, the NBA All Star game, do 
um, a WNBA NBA game, but have um, the best um, or one of the best ladies and one of the best men um, coach and have like, uh, you know, they they do the draft like they did for the NBA All-Star game a couple years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. So That'd be sick. I don't know. That'd be sick. Or we could bring Slam Ball back for one <laughs> night only. No, no, that's a that's oh, a come on, just slam ball can people stay. on the boards and slam ball needs to stay away. <laughs> Trampoline does. Oh. You know what they could have though? So good. They could have like um. Where I, when I was in Florida, we had the Super Bowl there a couple times, and they would always have like fan experiences that weekend beforehand. You could have slam ball out there for the fans. But keep that crap off TV. We don't need. You just, you just throw me an arcade game, man. You just throw me an arcade game down the Jersey Shore. Or my other thought was this. Let me know what you think. I mean, Indy got a lot of publicity this weekend. They got a lot of hype. They got a lot of big stuff. Yeah. Behind it. What if you had your NBA superstars who won the opportunity to go? To this uh, this special weekend, okay. and they played against some of the best street ballers from that home city, and like, okay, yeah, yeah, that would be something to watch, right? Like three v three, like, yeah, do it on the streets of the actual town, and the town gets some publicity, you know, just just something to switch it up. But you know what, though, just thinking about it, as a fan, I would love it. But as a NBA basketball player, these guys got these guys are kind of fragile, right? Yeah, they they're downy soft. <laughs> so I can see I can see who's gonna come out and risk being made look to look bad in, in uh with local talent. You know what I mean? Well, we could give them incentive. We could <laughs> we could give guys like Pat Bev an incentive and say, hey, you can punch one fan if they talk back to you. Okay, well, you know they might do it then. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, it could work. It could buy them in. Uh, or last incentive, the losing team of the All-Star game gets to vote one person that will not get the opportunity to return back to the All-Star weekend. Man, like the weakest because, link. Like, yeah, like the weakest link. Okay, yeah. They'll lose some money, I mean, in their contracts. It's probably an incentive to go, right? I would assume that they get, they gotta get something. You know, and I mean, if, if money's going to do the talking and that's what people are there for, yeah. I mean, try to take it away. Like, see who actually is going to play then. Like, who's going to yeah, put their part into idea. practice? Yeah. I mean, I would, uh, I would anticipate maybe them trying a little bit harder for that, right? Nobody wants to be, yeah. nobody wants to be ousted by their teammates. <laughs> yeah. Probably yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then imagine all the, the sports controversy that would happen there, like that would make it fun at least that like some stuff would swirl. I'm also just kind of speaking like a, a terrible mastermind that just wants to see the world burn. <laughs> yeah, this then it would be like behind the scenes crap, like uh, Survivor, right? Te- people teaming up yeah. against each other, you know. It's a great show. <laughs> that would be nuts. But whatever whatever they do decide to do, we know that this ain't it. No, right, th- this is not it for sure. You're exactly right on that. Yeah, unfortunately, because it used to be fun. It used to be something worth right. watching. All right, Eric. Final question. Okay. 
who would you say is the greatest duo within the history of the NBA? Now it could be competitors, it could be teammates, it could be, you know, the best of both worlds. Who is who are the two people that you would say kind of redefined or gave life to the sport for you because of their beef? Or their like unity? Man. That's a tough question. That's that's a broad one. Thinking about who brought life to the sport. Just don't say Adam Silver and then you win. <laughs> you, you definitely are not on Adam's uh, bandwagon right now. <laughs> Sorry, it's just something I'm on. Like yeah, his hands are tied, man. He's he's trying. I think. I don't know. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but he could also support us, and we could have another sponsor this episode, Rogaine. Oh, we could partner on that. <laughs> Yeah, Adam, I'm feeling really hey, hot this episode. <laughs> I could tell. I could tell. <laughs> I'm thinking about um, that question, though, and I guess I was always a Jordan guy, you know, like nice. you know, most people in my era. Um, but I would have to say if looking at teammates, I, who who can stop? Who would be able to stop, really, Shaq and Kobe? You know, I mean, number one on the list, baby. Number one on mine. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's just, I don't know, and I, I, I feel like we didn't get to see it enough of it. Um, but they, I guess, they had their own beef. You know what I mean? At that, at that yeah. particular time. So, so that that kind of encompasses both parts of the question, right? The beef yeah. and the <laughs> and the unity. <laughs> see, you win automatically. You win both times. <laughs> it's not a lose lose. It's a yeah. win. But really, I think they were the bridge to the, from the from the old era to the newer era, right? I think you're exactly right. I mean, for me, it was, I mean, Shaq and, and Kobe, like I was saying before, I mean, Kobe played against all of these dudes from the 80s and 90s. Well, not, I guess not 80s. Well, maybe if they started in the 80s, but yeah, like 80s and 90s that just like redefined the sport. And he played that like shout out Lower Marion, <laughs> you know, hard-nosed basketball. But I mean, he then bridged the gap to LeBron and when he partnered with Shaq, there was just nobody that could that could overtake him. Um, yeah, I think the yeah, only, they made it fun, man. Yeah, and, and the only ones that could beat them were themselves, I guess. Really, you know. And You're exactly right. Egos, right? Unfortunately, exactly. and I think that's what's wrong with the All Star Game right now too is the egos. Nobody wants to go, but then you got this weird situation, right? Because they go out there and they don't they don't play hard, but you got LeBron who went out, played on a hurt ankle, I think it was, and now he's missing playing time in the regular season because he wanted to go be in the All-Star game. I know, dude. I don't know, man. I, I well, wish I was in that position, too. Maybe I'd have a better perspective if I was in their position. The nice thing is that now we're not, though. I mean, we saw the weekend. Yeah. Done. Mission accomplished. We can well, turn that me. crap off when when we get tired of it. Peace. Exactly. <laughs> well, Eric, from episode seven, we're so damn tired of the All Star Game, and yeah. we're gonna be damn tired of some more stuff probably. Let's fix it. Let's try to fix it. 